0: Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth
1: with certified financial planner, Nick Hopwood, and accredited investment fiduciary, Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can
0: retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim.
1: Okay, we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Medicare webinar. Uh, my name is Nick Hopwood, and of course, we're here with Jim Pilot. And we have a special guest, Brian Vincent, from the Finland Insurance Agency in Plymouth, Michigan. And Brian uh, has been in this industry for over 10 years, and he handles all of our insurance needs as, uh, for, for the peak wealth management um, group health plan and all of our clients who are uh 65 we we send them over to brian for medicare so i want to remind everyone that when you're uh, setting up medicare uh your agent works for you basically for free whether you're calling 1-800-xyz insurance company or working through brian you pay the same price so having an expert like brian in your corner Is really important and and it's a really nice value add Um, Brian we're gonna be going over some case studies with myself and Jim and you're gonna be you know my agent working for me showing me uh, what a good option for Medicare would be okay you ready for that absolutely thanks for having me Nick and Jim you betcha so who who wants to go first? Jim, do you want to go first or should I go first? I'm ready to go. All right, go ahead.
2: <laughs> so, uh Brian, so here I am. I'm I'm turning 65. My uh co-workers are telling me make sure you do do the Medicare. So, I'm I'm really green, right? I don't know I don't know one thing from the other. So, um Wanted to see, you know, what that process would look like. I I reach out to you and say, hey, uh, you know, Brian, Nick, and Jim recommended I I call you. What what do I need to know?
0: Uh, Hey, Jim. So the first thing uh, I would tell you is that it's entirely dependent on somebody's own individual circumstances. But we'll assume that um, for purposes of our hypothetical, you're turning 65 in December. We'll just say on Christmas, December 25th. Okay. what's that
2: yeah sounds good
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, the first thing you're gonna need to do is uh, enroll in what's called Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B Um, and there are three ways to enroll in Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B Um, the first of which is in my opinion the easiest that's online um so you can go on to uh, actually ssn.gov the social security um website i believe ssn or ssi.gov um and do it that way um and that takes about five minutes um if you are already receiving social security before you turn 65 um it's even easier than that but um, we'll assume for our purposes that you're not so the first way is online the second way would be normally in person at your local social security office. Um, that's not an available option right now because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And the third way would be, uh, you can call in, you can call a 1-800 number. Um, so those are the three ways to enroll in your part A and part B. Um, your Part A is hospital coverage, part B is doctor coverage, um, and together that's what's known as original Medicare. So Medicare Parts A and B um, are synonymous with Original Medicare. Um, Part A, assuming you've worked um, a sufficient amount of time, is going to be free. There's no premium for Part A. Part B has a premium. And for 2020, um, the default premium is $144.60. So $144.60 each month. Uh, and if you make over a certain amount of money, um, around 77,000 for an individual or for uh, a couple filing jointly, um, I want to say it's around 177,000. Um, if you make above either of those thresholds, uh, then you're going to pay extra. They penalize you, but it starts at one hundred forty-four sixty. Um, and if you just kept your part a and part B and did nothing else the coverage would start on the 1st of the month when you turn 65. So for you, you turn 65 on Christmas of this year, uh, your coverage would start December 1st. And again, if we add nothing else to that Part A and Part B or original Medicare, um, the setup would be you pay 20%, the government pays 80%. So a 20-80 cost share. Um, But that is uh, option one. And in my opinion, it's not the best option because you can, um, add to that coverage for in certain circumstances, no extra money, but that would be option one. And that's also the prerequisite, uh, to enroll in an additional Medicare option. So it's your ticket to play. And it's,
2: it's required that I do that. Correct.
0: Correct. Yep. In order to, um, purchase an additional insurance option, which would be like a Medicare supplement, synonymous with a Medigap um, and a Part D prescription drug card, you have to have your Part A and Part B. So uh, enrolling in Part A and Part B is the very first step you want to take. If you're just about to turn 65 or you're becoming eligible for Medicare for the first time, um, yeah, that's, that's the ticket to play.
2: And I should and, and how long before I turn 65 should I be going through the process of enrolling? About three months.
0: Um, the earlier, the better. It takes about two weeks uh, for the federal government. The uh, Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, CMS, is the department that handles this. And it takes about two weeks to turn it around from the time you apply to when you actually get your assigned Medicare ID number and card.
2: Okay. And do I just pay that that $144 for Part B? Do I just write a check for that or how does that get paid?
0: Um, it can be paid in any number of ways. Um, the 14460, if you're already receiving Social Security, can come directly out of your Social Security check. Um, if you're not, you can uh, get a bill in the mail and send in a check each month. You can send it in quarterly, um, or I believe you can pay uh, with a checking account. I believe you can pay with a credit card even now, but um, you can pay however you'd like. Okay. So from that, um we would be left with, uh, OK, do we keep original Medicare or do we want to add something else? And I would suggest that adding something else um, is going to be a good idea for everybody. So option two, if we look at option one as being original Medicare, the Part A and Part B, 8020, uh, option two would be what's called a Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan, um, otherwise known as a Part C and uh, a Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan acts as um, an umbrella that goes over the top of your Part A and Part B original Medicare, that doctor and hospital coverage, and it wraps in your Part D, which is prescription drugs, um, into a nice neat package um, with some additional uh, frills and benefits on the side, such as uh, with a lot of plans, maybe a gym membership or dental and vision coverage, for example. Um, a Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan can have a premium in addition to 144.60. Um, but there are quite a few options with quite a few companies that are zero cost, so $0 in addition to the 144.60 that you pay for Part B. Um, a Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan is going to look a lot more like an employer-sponsored plan or an individual under 65 plan and that you're going to pay a copay um, with most uh, plans if you go to the doctor's office if you go to a specialist if you go to the emergency room urgent care um, and they're going to have uh, maybe a deductible maybe not for the health portion of it um, and also for the prescription drug portion of it but you would essentially have one uh, company, one private insurance company's card that you would use as your medical card and provide that to doctors, hospitals, and pharmacies.
2: Are there a lot of companies that can provide those type of policies?
0: Yeah, there are a ton of companies. Um, It's uh, state by state for the most part. And in Michigan, I would say we have definitely more than 10. Um, You've probably heard of most of them, uh, but it's a very competitive marketplace. So and that's a good thing for the consumer. Um, the goal is to try and pick a plan that fits your needs the best. Um, and your needs would be, you know, how often you're going to use it, um, what doctors and hospitals would you like to have in your network, and what prescription drugs do you take. Um, and we would like to pick a plan that leaves us with uh, a custom fit, lowest estimated out-of-pocket for the year um, uh, being kind of the the guideline. Um, The more efficient the plan uses, the dollars that are given to them,
1: uh, the better. Hey, Brian, you
2: mentioned
1: mentioned a second ago that uh, uh, the state of Michigan, but there are people who are on the webinar and we're recording it for future use that are out-of-state, like people in Florida, people in Ohio. You know, do you are you able to help those folks as as their Medicare agent?
0: Uh, We're licensed uh, in quite a few states, so it would be, you know, a person by person thing. But we have referral partners in every state that we could certainly send somebody to and recommend this person as somebody who will take care of them. Great. So
2: Brian, if, if there's all these different plans to choose from, and I know there's, you know, assessing your health situation, you know, if I'm a healthy individual, how do I know that I'm getting the best bang for my buck or the right plan for me?
0: Um, based on a couple different things, uh, you know, there are different uh, plan levels available. So if we just back up for a second, uh, the federal government, based upon all of the money that we as working people pay into Medicare um, over the course of our career. The federal government provides um, any of these companies, and I'll just name a few like Blue Cross, Hap, Priority Health, United Healthcare. The federal government will provide uh, a certain amount of money each month on behalf of each Medicare beneficiary, you, Jim, Um, Mm -hmm. that bucket of money is a pretty big bucket um and that allows these companies to offer plans for no cost uh certain plans will have a cost uh, certain plans won't have a cost but based on how efficiently those companies use the money um they get star ratings so uh, we can take a look at the star ratings of the different companies that are out there um and stars uh, are attributed to several things one is the efficiency with which they use the bucket of money that the federal government gives the company, um, customer service factors into it. Um, there are several different factors, but that's one of the things we'd look at. Um, but even more importantly, I'd say we want to, uh, custom fit the plan to you based on, uh, your travel needs, um, your actual health needs. And one of the biggest, um, uh, value adds that we can bring to the table is looking at any prescription drugs that you take, um, running it through an online system that's available actually through the federal government and picking uh, a plan based on the lowest estimated out-of-pocket for your prescription drugs. So there are a lot of factors that come into play, but the goal in the end is, you know, picking the most cost-effective option. And
2: that's what you would help me do, right?
0: Yeah, that's what we help you do. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. Um, so we've talked about original Medicare option one, the part A and B. We've talked about uh, Medicare Advantage prescription drug plans, which would be option two. The third option, um, which some people might refer to as the Cadillac option, um, would be a Medicare supplement, um, which is synonymous with a Medigap plan. It uh, and then on top of that, a separate prescription drug card, a Part D standalone prescription drug card. Um, and the way option three would work is with original Medicare, the Part A and Part B, we've got uh, the government paying 80% of your doctor and hospital bills. You're left with 20%. The Medigap or Medicare supplement plan, option three, would plug that 20% gap so that you're left with. Uh, in most cases, no out-of-pockets. So there are different options within a Medicare supplement, um, and they're identified by letters, so it makes it even more confusing. But, um, for example, one of them might be a Plan G or a Plan N. But just generally speaking, um, the Medicare supplement is going to be uh, underwritten by a private company, and it's going to plug that 20% gap so that when you go to the doctor or hospital and show – that company medical card, you know, Medicare supplement through Blue Cross or HEP or Priority Health or United Healthcare, or Aetna or Cigna, um, you're gonna be left with no out of pocket. So if you go to the doctor, you don't pay a dime. If you go to um, the urgent care, you don't pay anything. If you have a inpatient hospitalization, you're not gonna pay anything up until a certain point. Um, Outpatient, same thing. Uh, The only, uh, portion of your medical needs that are not covered by the supplement would be your prescription drugs. Um, so with a Medicare supplement, you would purchase that from one private company. And then we would run an analysis like we did with the Medicare advantage plan, um, with your standalone prescription drug part D and try and pick a standalone prescription drug card that uh best fits your needs the one that leaves you with the lowest annual cost
2: okay excellent
0: yep i guess i would mention a couple more things the first is that um, unlike with a medicare advantage plan where you can enroll when you're first eligible and then uh, each year after that you can make changes and we highly recommend that you do make changes um, or at least review your options Uh, because plans change, your needs change, prescription drugs change. So during each year's open enrollment period, um, which is always October 15th through December 7th, so we're right in the middle of it right now, you can make changes to your uh, Medicare Advantage plan or a standalone prescription drug plan, and there are no pre-existing limitations or any underwriting. Um, Option three is totally different. Uh, With a Medicare supplement, you have one chance at getting into the plan, um, at the very best rates. And if you do that, you're locked in for life. You can keep that plan forever. Um, the, uh, caveat to that is if you do not enroll when you're initially eligible, so say you initially take a Medicare Advantage plan or just stay with original Medicare part A and B. And at some point down the road, you decide you'd like to enroll in a, a Medicare supplement. Medigap plan, um, you are going to have to answer medical questions. There will be underwriting, and based on your answers to those questions, you might receive a higher premium rate, um, or you could be rejected. They might uh, decline to bring you on. Um, So there's, you know, I guess that consideration is unique to the Medicare supplement, but there's pros and cons to both. Um, It's like any insurance with the uh, MAPD um, option two Medicare Advantage plan you're going to have some more out of pockets but there's no additional premium or very little additional premium above and beyond the Part B 14460. With the Medicare supplement, there is a premium um, for a 65 year old man or woman it's going to range anywhere from say 120 to maybe 150 bucks a month um, and it's based on your sex, and your geography for the most part. Um, but you're going to get whatever the company's very best rate is if you initially enroll in that plan because you're guaranteed to get in at the best class. Uh, so those are kind of the options that are out there. And each person is different. Uh, so we look at you know each person's situation um, and try and custom fit the best options for them.
2: Yeah, so that was that was a really important thing. So if I want to make sure I have good health coverage and, and you know, with the the Medigap and everything, that that's something you need to to pay attention to right out of the gate at sixty
0: five, huh? Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, everybody's situation is different, but especially uh if you or any individual has had some major health issues, um, then it's something to consider.
1: Okay so brian uh I'll, I'll be 65 in december as well and i have some health challenges um i just was diagnosed with cancer but i think i'm good okay i think that i've got an all-clear signal um but i've i've got some drugs that i have to take still um let's see if i can pronounce these am am a pink am a pink and uh
0: Lodipine. I think it's pronounced
1: amlodipine, but yep. Okay, amlodipine. You know, your and dosage you know. and frequency? Uh, five milligrams one time a day. And then also metoprolol, Met- metoprolol. Uh, okay. 25 megs twice a day. So my situation is a little bit different than Jim. Uh, can you recommend... Um, you know, a strategy for Medicare based on my situation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm sorry to hear you've had some medical issues. Um, When it comes to uh, meeting with somebody, whether they have medical issues or not, um, if they take any prescription drugs, we like to try and collect a list of those drugs beforehand, um, as well as a list of any providers that they see. So any doctors, hospitals, Um, you know, everybody who they may have seen in the past and may see in the future. Um, and based on those prescription drugs and those providers and any medical needs they've had, we can make a recommendation. But, uh, the first step with analyzing the prescription drugs, um, at least in our office is to, uh, go and log onto, or you don't even have to log onto, you can just use the, um, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services' uh, own proprietary prescription drug tool where you can enter in prescription drugs. And based on those prescription drugs, it will spit out a list of the uh, most to least cost-effective MAPD uh, Medicare Advantage plans or standalone prescription drug plans available. So it's truly a customized tool. um, And it's really nice because it's provided for so I'm going to try and share my screen and do that right now. Um, let's see.
1: Can everybody see that? Yes. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, so the website to do this uh, is Medicare.gov. And, uh, you're just going to want to do forward slash plan dash compare, and then another forward slash. Um, and if a Medicare beneficiary actually has his or her Medicare ID number already, um, using that, uh, information together with a couple other key pieces of information, I believe a birthday, um, and an email, you can actually create an account. Um, and by creating an account, an account, Medicare.gov will remember the prescriptions that you put in and any plans that you currently have and uh use those so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and go back each year and re-enter your prescription drugs. You can just kind of work with the list that you have and update it as you need to, you know, take them off, add them. Um, and it'll also use your plan so you can compare your actual. Medicare Advantage or prescription drug plan with all the other plans that are out there um, in terms of cost effectiveness. So for our purposes, I'm not going to create an account. I'm just going to go in um, using that. There's a a little button at the top that allows you to um, log in or continue without logging in. So that's what I did first. Um, And then I selected that I want to compare standalone prescription drug plans, Part D. So it brought me to this screen. And I'm going to enter
1: Nick's first drug in. So we put that in.
0: What uh, milligram dosage?
1: Five milligrams once per day.
0: Okay. So we're going to add that, and then we're going to add the second one, Metoprolol.
1: What was the dosage, of general 20, one? Uh, 25 twice a day. OK. So we're all done adding them.
0: Um, it'll give you the option to pick any retail pharmacy that you'd like to visit. Um, it'll also give you the option by default uh, to use a mail order pharmacy. And just generally speaking, uh, all of the different companies that offer Medicare Advantage plans and uh, standalone prescription drug plans really push mail order these days. Um, so you can, if you're willing to go that route, save a, a good chunk of change. But um, for our purposes here, we'll do the mail order and then I'll just add in a couple of the ones that I
1: see first. So a CVS uh, and then put in the mire. So based on those inputs, um,
0: it allows you to sort them by different criteria. The default uh, criteria is lowest drug plus premium cost. And that's the one that um, we would use. That gives us an idea of what the total exposure for this plan will be, including the premium that you pay each month uh, and any out of pockets, um, deductibles, co-pays, et cetera. So based on Nick's two prescription drugs, um, this system's recommending the silver script plan next would be a well care and so on and so forth. Um, so that's, uh, the tool that we would utilize to pick a standalone prescription drug plan that best fits Nick's needs. Um, I'm going to stop sharing my screen now.
1: That's not too expensive. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, plans. When it comes to a prescription drug plan uh a standalone or a medicare advantage plan in the drug coverage portion of it they generally have two different formats one is uh, the plan will have no deductible so you just start paying flat fee copays uh, right away based on the tier that the drug is so each plan has a formulary and it tiers all of the different prescription drugs that are out there um the second format would be, there's a deductible, maybe say a $440 prescription drug deductible. So you pay the first 440 and then there's co-pays after that. Um, and the lower premium plans generally will have a deductible. Um, the higher premium plans will not. So for example, this silver script plan has a $6.90 monthly premium and a $445 drug deductible. and uh, the plan estimates, or sorry, this system estimates that this plan will cost Nick uh, all in, so including the monthly premiums, $82.80 for the whole year. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> since I am just turning 65 and I have some health considerations, I think I heard you tell Jim that, um, you know, I can get into a plan without having any health questions or any, or any, um, you know, um, concerns, but if I, if I wait then I'll have to, uh, disclose all my information at a later time and I could be facing larger premiums. Right.
0: Yeah. So, um, again, you would have three options and, uh, the nice thing about Medicare is that there really is no bad option. Um, the coverage is going to be great across the board, but uh, if you had a recent issue, so if you were, you know, diagnosed with cancer within the past two years, let's say, um, even if you are in remission right now, um, that would be a, uh, important thing to consider. So, um, if you went with option one going forward, your original Medicare would cover 80%, you'd cover 20, the Medicare advantage, um, would be option two, you'd be left with quite a few out-of-pockets, but still a pretty low annual out-of-pocket max. So it's still a good option relative to everything else that's out there um, for people under 65 or employer-sponsored stuff. But then option three, I would really uh, urge you to take a look at because even though you've been diagnosed with cancer within the past two years, um, you have the opportunity to get into a Medicare supplement or Medigap plan, option three, which will leave you with nearly no out of pockets um, and you can get in at the very best rate class with absolutely no underwriting. They call that your guarantee issue, right? Um, And you're locked in for life. They can't kick you out. So, you know, I think it would be worthwhile to consider taking advantage of that um, because if you decided down the road, either when something came up, um, you know, you're uh, cancer free for a number of years. So you go with a Medicare Advantage plan, but then say in four or five years, um, the cancer comes back, you would probably not be able to switch into a Medicare supplement at that point. Um, Or if you did switch, it would be at higher rates. Um, Because again, you only get one shot at getting in with no underwriting. After that, you're gonna have to answer medical questions. And based on those answers, so if you say yes to one or more questions, um, you could either Uh, receive higher rates, or you could be rejected totally.
1: All right, we're about out of time, but we do have three easy questions for Brian. First one is, what if I have full VA coverage? Uh, Do I apply for Medicare?
0: Uh, Yeah, so uh, with uh, a VA prescription drug coverage, um, we have quite a few clients who also enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan. So um, you can use either coverage. If you're in a Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan, um, you can use either the Medicare Advantage prescription drug plans, drug coverage, or your VA coverage. Um, It's up to you. A lot of people like the convenience of not having to go to Ann Arbor or wherever your local VA might be, Um, but you can price it out. You're in a pretty unique position where you've got two options. So if you have some more expensive drugs, you can price it out both ways.
1: Thank you. The second question is for option two, does that premium come out of my social security check as well?
0: It can't. Yeah, you can, for all of these different premiums, um, if your option two does have a premium, because again, a lot of the Medicare Advantage plans will not have one, it'll be a $0 plan. But if it does and you're receiving social security, you can have them deduct it um, and take it out of your social security check, or you can get a bill in the mail, or you can pay with automatic checking.
1: The third question is What if I don't have any prescriptions? And I think that was the, the case study that you were reviewing with Jim, right?
0: Yeah, that makes it easier. Um, you know, in my opinion, um, going with a plan uh, that has a um, uh, great star rating um, and just uses money more efficiently than other plans. Um, based upon your provider needs um, and network needs is much easier than when we involve prescription drugs. So anybody who comes to us with no prescription drugs, uh, generally speaking, during any given year, we're going to have a number of plans that we've identified as being um, great fits for people with no prescription drugs. It might be a PPO plan that goes all the way across the United States or an HMO plan that's more regional, but it makes it much easier for us when there are no prescription drugs because that's not a component. I will say that even if you take no prescription drugs, um, we always recommend that you enroll in either a Medicare Advantage plan that has prescription drugs, or if you go the supplement route, um, a, a standalone prescription drug card because um, you will be penalized uh, later on down the road when you do need prescription drug coverage if you don't take prescription drug coverage right away. So you want to take Part D uh, from the date that you're initially eligible. Otherwise, you'll be penalized based on the amount of time that you go without it when you ultimately do need it.
1: And lastly, if we want to learn more from Brian, we did a podcast November of 2019 talking about disability and Medicare. So you can go ahead and uh, double back to that on the... Uh, Retire with confidence podcast, but uh, if we want to learn more, what's your website, and how can we contact you via email or or phone?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, I am an agent at Finland Insurance in Plymouth. Um, we've been around for more than a hundred years. Our office is uh, right off of uh, m fourteen uh, and the back road exit. so you can always well. Our office is a little buttoned down like most right now, but normally you could stop by and see me. Our website is www.finland.com. It's like the country Finland, but with no D. So F is in Frank, I, N as in Nancy, L, A, N as in Nancy. Um, so All Finland. lowercase, right? What's that?
1: All lowercase, right?
0: Yeah, whatever works. Okay. Um, And you can also call me anytime. I'll even give out my cell phone. My cell phone is 248-320-3920.
1: Okay, thanks, Brian. This is going to be recorded. It'll be posted on YouTube, as well as the audio only on the the, uh, Retire With Confidence podcast. We want to thank you for sharing your expertise. And uh, hopefully, if any of our clients need help, they'll reach out to you.
0: Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Jim.
1: Thanks, Brian. Thank you. All right, everyone. Have a great day. You've been listening to
0: certified financial planner, Nick Hopwood, and accredited investment fiduciary, Jim Pilot, on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at NHopwood1.